Welcome to CS Joseph Responds. I'm your host, Chase, here to answer your questions on any topic, Jungian analytical psychology or four sides dynamics. Excuse me why I itch myself with my elder wand. Today's question is, what is the best match for an ESFP? And uh, this question comes from uh, Cora. So let's uh, take a look at uh, what it has to say for us today. And uh, what's the best match for an ESFP? And it looks like it's got a couple of answers already. Um, it's like the, uh, let's, see what, uh, let's see what we can do here. So Isabel Mayhew says, the best match for an ESFP would be fairly easy to find uh, ISFJ personality type. Both will obtain what they need with minimal effort. The ESFP will provide the fun and social networking the ISFJ needs. The ISFJ will provide a stable home and nurturing the ESFP needs. Both will do better in the long run with feeling types, even if strongly attracted to thinking types. Uh, Sandy Pope, uh, who is a BA in journalism and psychology in 1979, uh, she says, quote, ISFJ is often said to be the best match for ESFP because they are very loyal, accommodating, and stable, which is really what an ESFP needs. Very fair. And the third answer comes from Sylvia Train, INFJ and Enneagram 1, compulsively studying people, of course. Uh, best answer I can give you, whoever can offer what that particular ESFP is looking for in a romantic relationship, and who wants what that ESFP can offer in return. Wow. Has anyone, like, ever told you that you're really novel when you talk? like that that's i mean how about you just answer their question instead of like making me sound intelligent but i guess that's typical for infjs with ti childs mbti generalization answer i think an sfj nfp or even an it type who likes someone lively to move them out of their comfort zone and do the heavy lifting in social situations wow uh, that's fundamentally wrong in like every way. So I, I'm glad that uh, I can definitely come into this question and be of assistance. So that's what we're going to be doing right now. Uh, so Sylvia Train, uh, thank you for your attempt. At least you're partially right by saying SFJ. But what are uh, what what relationships uh, should SFPs get into? Uh, like what are the what's the what's the best match for an ESFP? Well. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about co compatibility. Compatibility uh, comes from uh, cognitive synchronicity. Uh, I actually have uh, an entire lecture series on YouTube available. It's the Season 5 playlist on my other YouTube channel, C.S. Joseph. Uh, just uh, search uh, C.S. Search Joseph. You can also go to like the, the channel front page of this channel. Go to Featured Channels and click C.S. Joseph, and boom, you're there. Or you can go to csjoseph.live forward slash social. Click on YouTube, and boom, you're on the YouTube channel. Go to Playlists, Season 5, learn about cognitive synchronicity, which is basically the foundation that explains, the foundational theory that explains how compatibility for relationships actually works. And you can also go to Season 12 and watch Social Compatibility for ESFPs. It's not necessarily romantic compatibility, but it's a little bit there. Romantic compatibility is actually discussed a lot more in Season 14, but that's available at Patreon at csjoseph.life forward slash Patreon. Hashtag commercial over on answering the question. So, that being said, uh, SFJs are amazing for ESFPs. Well, what 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 is what is uh, what is that all about? Where, where does that come from? It really comes from. Um, let's see. I, I think I actually have a, a visual aid prepared here. Uh, a little bit of a visual aid um, to use uh, for this. But um, 
know, and I used this uh, before, so let's uh, let's share the screen here. So this is known as the quadra four square, and each of the 16 types belongs to one of these quadras. And ESFP specifically, they belong in the Wayfarer, the Wayfarer quadra. ESFP is right here that's known as the dualist. They are a Wayfarer. Wayfarers are all about introverted feeling and extroverted thinking, and they're also about introverted intuition and extroverted sensing, uh, fire and wind versus bow and spear, etc. And uh, that's literally basically how they live their life. And the people that they're compatible to the most in terms of the quadra four square are the people that they are opposite of. Kind of like opposites attract, right? So in this case, the ESFP would be really good in a relationship with an INTP, an ISFJ, an ESFJ, or an ENTP. The reason why is because the top four functions of an ESFP is extroverted sensing, introverted feeling, extroverted thinking, and introverted feeling, right? Now those through cognitive synchronicity go really well with, guess what? Introverted sensing, extroverted feeling, introverted thinking, extroverted intuition, and they just kind of go together. Those types that have those other four functions are all crusader types according to this visual aid, right? That's why the ESFP should be in a relationship with them. However, there is a bit of a caveat. So I, in general, recommend people get in relationships with people within uh, the, the quadra that they should be. You should never want to be in a relationship with the same quadra. That's like a disaster. And this is what socionics teaches people with their like duality bullshit. And honestly, I'm not down for that. But the reality of the situation is, is that they need to be in relationships, especially sexual relationships, with uh, their their with crusaders, their their opposite uh, facing quadra. However, their superego, which so there's four sides of the mind, right? The superego, so you have your ego, which is where your type is. You have your subconscious, you have your unconscious, and you have your superego. Four basically personality types living inside of your head at all times. That's why you're like, oh, you know, one side of me is like this, the other side of me is like this. You know, I'm in the mood for this, but I think this, I believe this, and it kind of changes. It's like you got the little devil on one shoulder, you got the angel on the other. You know what I'm saying? It's because you have four, literally four human beings or four personas inside your head at all times. Well, here's the situation. ESFPs, they have within their super ego. Uh, which is the opposite, the polar opposite of the ISFJ type, which is the ENTP, which means they're not exactly going to have a really good, healthy relationship with the ENTP. So basically, in terms of relationships, they want to keep it to ISFJ, INTP, and ESFJ uh, for their top matches uh, in there. And so the ISFJ is known as their golden pair, the ESFJ is known as the silver pair, and the INTP is known as the bronze pair. Funnily enough, the bronze pair statistically is the majority of marriages out there with people all the types. For some reason, people get married to their bronze pair more than ever any other types. And it's just so interesting to see on a consistent basis. Not very many people actually end up in relationships with their golden and silver pair, much less a marriage for that matter. And they actually end up marrying their bronze pair. There is one additional relationship in there, and it's something that comes from socionics as known as the pedagogue relationship. Like the golden pair, the pedagogue relationship has highest sexual compatibility with, uh, with like the ESFP, and that would be the ISTJ type. So going back to our visual aid again, where is the ISTJ? The ISTJ, interestingly enough, is down here in the philosopher area, uh, and the ISTJ is known as the pedagogue to the ESFP, and the ESFP is also the pedagogue to the ISTJ. So as a result, 
when they're in that situation, uh, from, a, from a pedagogue standpoint, um, they learn from each other. They have amazing sexual compatibility, amazing sexual chemistry, just like they would with their golden pair. The difference is, in that situation, is that if they ever have any conflict in their relationship, they could always solve it in the bedroom, which is awesome. However, they lack emotional compatibility. How, but that can be a good thing. So when you're talking about personal growth of each of the individual 16 types, if you want to have a life of as an ESFP where that's really focused on personal growth, etc., uh, and being the best one that you could be, having a relationship, a sexual relationship, or being married to your pedagogue type can really actually advance you a lot faster on the path to enlightenment. If you want to learn more about the path to enlightenment for each of the types, I recommend watching season 19, which is available at csjoseph.life forward slash Patreon. Just get a gold tier membership and you can watch all of season 19, which there's like 17 episodes of. So it's like it's like a lot of content. And there's also season 14, which is like nine episodes as well. Plus there's like an additional season 14 episode at, at Silver and whatnot. So either way, all of these things are available to you as resources and whatnot. So anyway, where does that leave us? Bottom line, to answer this question, what is the best match for an ESFP? The answer is really ISFJ, and then I'd probably stick ISTJ as number two, followed by ESFJ, and then uh, INTP as their bronze pair. Don't forget the bottom one, which is their bronze pair, is also statistically the one that the ESFP is most likely to uh, get married to. So anyway, I hope this was useful and helpful to you. And uh, thanks for watching. If you uh, liked what you saw here, please subscribe to the channel. Leave a like uh, while you're at it. And if you have any questions or comments about ESFPs below, leave it below. And I'll answer, or, or I, I read all of them. I may not answer, but I definitely read all of them, guys. So anyway, uh, thanks for watching. And uh, I'll see you guys tonight.